Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Credit Union Marketing Podcast. I'm Justin Lynch, and my guest today is Suzanne Dush from Addition Financial Credit Union. Suzanne shares her insights into the rebranding process that Addition Financial just recently went through. She also talks about how they accomplished their entire brand rollout in a four-week window, which is just crazy to me. We also discuss the future of credit union marketing, and with Suzanne's 30 years of experience, she has a lot of insights to provide. So if you have a brand rollout on the horizon, or you just want to be better prepared for the future of credit union marketing, I think you're going to really enjoy this episode. Thanks, Suzanne, for joining us on the podcast today. Good morning. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. You know, to start out, we always like to ask our guests um, if they could tell us a little bit about themselves and how they got involved in the credit union marketing. Right. Well, I um, began my career as a teacher, actually, Um, realized that was not my gift. And so I went into bank marketing and spent about 20 years with a uh, community bank in North Carolina and then decided I just had to leave the dark side. So I found a credit union in Florida um, that was calling my name, and I moved here. At that time, our name was CFE, Federal Credit Union. Uh, So I moved down here and took the role of VP of Marketing, and I've never looked back. I came to the light side of credit union marketing. That's awesome. So, you know, you said it used to be called CFE, Federal Credit Union. You guys are now Addition Financial. Could you walk us a little bit through what that process was like and why you guys decided to make the name change? Sure. Well, it's a little bit like walking you through a hurricane. Um, You go through some tough times and then you get to the eye and you get a little bit of rest and then you go through tough times again. Um, We were changing our charter from federal to state in order to expand from four to 22 counties. And so with that decision being made, the word federal had to be removed from the name. So we said we're at a bit of a crossroads in our history and our growth uh, with our plans for our strategic growth over the coming five years. So let's just take a look at our brand equity in the market and decide whether or not to keep CFE or to change to a different name. We went through a long process, it was about eight months, We had a consultant, we conducted research, we did focus groups both internally and externally and within our own uh, staff. And we came to the conclusion that while CFE had strong brand equity among the constituents who knew who we were, both within the community and our members, um, that equity did not inure to the community. And so, People were not familiar with us. We have a great story to tell, but we didn't have people listening. And part of the reason was the name was both geographically limiting, CF is Central Florida, and E for educators, left the impression that only teachers could join. So we hired a firm to help us select a name. We went through dozens. We went through probably three or four through the Uh, U.S. Patent and Trade Office process, and we found that Addition Financial both suited us from the standpoint of honoring our heritage and our history as an education credit union with the word addition, but also represented we do more for our members who want more in their lives. Um, So we selected that name, and we've just been very, very 
pleased with how the whole process has gone. Yeah, it's a great name. I really love it. When did you guys start this process? I know you said it was it was at least an eight month process, and I believe you guys just rolled out everything recently, right? Like all the name change and stuff. Yes, and we actually began. I started researching um, consultants that we could call on back in October of 2017. We began working with the consultant that we selected in January of 2018. He completed his work in August. We worked with the naming company. That was actually a relatively quick process. We had both the name and the logo designed by the end of September 2018. We announced the name change and revealed the logo to our staff at an all staff meeting early in October. And then we began the process of designing all of our messaging, all of our assets signage, branch, rebrand, all of those pieces. And we began to roll everything out in April of this year in terms of painting the branches, uh, sometimes inside and out, replacing the signage. Everything was done within about four weeks. And the name was official on May 1, 2019. Wow. So you guys completed the entire brand rollout within a four-week span? Just about, yes. We, we got a little bit of a head start on a couple of things. We did have most of the paint done uh, by the time April 1 rolled around, but it was a flurry of activity. That's why I said it's a little bit of a hurricane because you go through a lot. And then you have everything designed and you're waiting for fabrication and you're planning media and those kinds of pieces. And then bang, you know, and the day comes that it becomes a reality and the old signs are down and the new signs are up. How did you guys manage to keep everything organized and on a timeline so that you had, you know, all the fabrication done on time, all the painting done on time? What was that process like? Wow. <laughs> That's a big question. That is a big question. So for one thing, we have a very talented project manager here, director of project management, had the umbrella of the whole project. You see, there's the other side of it, the whole IT piece, um, ferreting out all the domains that were mycfb.com that had to switch over to additionfi.com. There were something like 200 servers that had to be reset. There were about that many domains that needed to be reset. So you're changing forms, procedures. I mean, everything you can imagine. Ordering new pens. You know, that was, that was a decision in itself. Uh, we also have a uniform program for both member-facing and non-member-facing. It's mandatory for member-facing. So we had to do all the research on new logo wear. So there were all these tentacles, training, um, the marketing piece we hired. They're now called Strum Agency, but they were Weber Marketing, which I think many of your listeners would be familiar with from Seattle. They worked with us on the marketing side, creating the look and feel. The voice of the brand was very different, a much more lighthearted, human, transparent marketing vision 
So they worked on that piece. Facilities was working on the hard piece of it. Um, I was working also on you know, planning for media for the year. IT was working on the other components and our project manager really kind of kept all of those plates spinning and all those balls in the air. That's crazy. <laughs> it was, it was, but you know what? I've been in, I've been in financial marketing now for a little over 35 years, believe it or not. And it was one of the most exciting times of my career, even though it was also extremely challenging. The consultant we worked with was in Israel. And so for the eight month period I worked with him, my day had to start at about five in the morning to work with him and consult with him because of the difference in timing. Then we turned around and hired the agency in Seattle. So then my day shifted. So I began to have to work until eight or nine o'clock at night to keep up with them. So just that one little logistic piece uh, was, was a real challenge. But at the same time, it is amazing when the world of possibilities are out in front of you. And marketing has been my whole life. It's been my passion. And here was the opportunity to truly create a nascent brand. And I have never had more fun, never been more challenged, never been more worn out but it was all really worth it. Addition Financial is real and beautiful and thriving in the community. So if you had to go back and tell yourself before you started this process, one thing to remember or to think about while you're going through the process to help it make it, or to make it easier the next time, say if you were to ever do this again, what would that advice be? Honestly, that advice would be Relax and enjoy it. Don't be fearful. I, I have a piece of paper taped under my desk. Nobody can see it but me. And it says, be brave. And I think I would tell myself, be brave. Face the challenge. Relish the, relish the issues and the problems that come up because it's all about creating something for the next 50 years and it's this is addition financial is in a way my legacy here at the credit union and i think i would tell myself it's all going to be okay and you're going to get through it and just be brave and enjoy it very cool so now that you guys have kind of gone through you know the whole rebrand and that part is behind you what are the challenges you're facing, you know, six months, 12 months from now as you continue to grow this new brand? That is another great question. Um, one thing I want to go backwards, and I, I guess I would also tell myself just as a piece of advice to over communicate to the membership. We did not have a lot of time. Our time frame was really compressed. The actual brand change occurred just from October to May 1. Most most of the advice that we got was take a year and we just didn't have a year to do it for a lot of other logistics reasons. And so because we didn't have a lot of a time frame, we didn't really communicate enough with our membership. For example, we sent out 40,000 new, this was only half of them, our first batch of new debit cards. We started getting calls in the contact center 
why do I have this debit card? I don't have an account with you. So now we're having to say, well, you do. You're, you're with CFE Federal Credit Union. Well, why did you change your name? So we're having to have that conversation with our membership and only half of them have activated those cards. So we have real communications challenges going forward. Same thing with the credit card side. I didn't, I didn't apply for this credit card. This is your replacement credit card. Even though we sent, we dropped letters in their mailboxes, emails in their e inboxes. We had it on our website. We had it on our digital screens within the branches. We put a piece of paper in with those debit cards that did not read that said, this is your replacement for your CFE Federal Credit Union debit card. With all of that communication, they still didn't get it. That's on us. That's not on them. That is on us, and we own that. So that is a challenge. The other interesting thing is we pulled back on external media because we knew this was coming. So we, we, didn't, we didn't heavily brand CFE externally for about the last year. We were really reserving those dollars for now. We pumped up the budget, I want to say, by about 1.5 million for media. We're 1.9 billion, so that gives you a little bit of a, uh, of a um, comparison. So we added about 1.5 million. We're going to do that same boost next year and the next year. We're realizing it really takes three years to to bring a brand completely to life we're hearing people say wow you're everywhere and that's good but we have to continue to be everywhere so that's a challenge ahead next year is a election year so it's going to be difficult to maintain um, consumer interest during all of that frenzy of uh, advertising that's coming so and we have a new website, which we also launched May 1. So there are all the challenges as well of developing that personalization on that website. It, it's, the, the challenges are never ending. You had said that you have over 30 years experience in financial marketing. What would you say has been the biggest changes over that time when it comes to marketing? I think the most disruptive, two, two things that happened within just a couple of years of each other was the iPhone and social media. Those two things truly represent a pivot point for marketing. Now, yes, there was the rise of the internet where websites were just brochureware was just a place to kind of park so people could know who you were. Then there was online banking. But really, the transition of the consumer's life from having their information scattered in several places, you've got file folders at home, you've got, you know, online banking, you have books in your library, you watch TV but only what's scheduled. You can't pick what you're going to watch on TV to suddenly 
consumers have everything at their fingertips, including everybody they ever knew connected on social media. And there's an expectation that we are going to keep up, that we're going to understand what's important to them. And, the, you know, a couple of years ago, there was a demand for omni-channel. People wanted to reach us through an app, through online banking, through branches, through ATMs. Well, now, opti-channel is the new buzzword, meaning reach me where I want you to reach me at the time I want you to reach me. Figure that out about me, right? And so we are having to, technology has become, um, I think, our biggest challenge, keeping up with consumers and what they want and how they want to receive it. You know, recently my husband and I bought a paper towel holder at Bed Bath & Beyond. And as we were picking it out, he was looking up reviews on the paper towel <laughs> holder, right? And I'm looking yeah. at paper towel holders. What are you doing? He said, I'm looking up reviews. This one has 684 reviews. Huh, it's 4.9 stars. Which one did we buy? We bought the one with the great reviews. It's a wonderful paper towel holder. Don't get me wrong. But everything now is being scrutinized and reviewed. Consumers want more and more content. They want to deeply research sales decisions. And when they've made that decision, in a snap in that same channel, they want to act. So as marketers, we have to fill that hunger for content. We have to make sure we're being reviewed accurately and positively. We have to keep our voice on social media, warm, friendly, welcoming, relevant, so we're we are really scattered in a lot of a lot of directions. How are you guys at Edition Financial working to keep all of that together? So you know you said you're being scattered in all different directions. What are you doing to try to keep all of it together so you're maintaining essentially a vision of where everything is? I think it's partially coming from our leadership. About two years ago, our much beloved. CEO retired after 20 years in the chair and our current CEO stepped in he had been general counsel and he was promoted from within and so his first question on the first morning of his job as CEO was what can we do better how can we continuously improve and that's become our mantra internally so we do look for process improvements that help make us more agile and agile now is a is one of those kind of con concepts that is really catching fire and it's already reached a tipping point i think in the development world we're incorporating those same disciplines in our marketing world with how we manage our projects how we research our next priority and act on it, how we funnel our resources and 
where do we spend our time and where do we not spend our time? Very cool. So looking into the future, how do you see credit union marketing changing over the next five to 10 years? Seeing into the future is the golden ticket, right? That's what we all, that's what we all wish we could do. We're looking toward a younger and younger consumer because we recognize that it's very difficult to budge a 50, 55, 60 year old from a lifelong relationship with a bank or another financial institution. So we're all looking toward a younger and younger audience. But it's really tough to turn a positive ROI on a 16 year old's checking account. We just have to be forward thinking and we have to recognize that the efforts that we put into that 16 year old's checking account will pay off, but it's going to be somewhere around eight or nine years down the road. So in the meantime, where do we look to maintain profitability and growth? I think merger growth is going to slow because consolidation is reaching a saturation point. So how do we grow organically? And I think you look to those younger audiences for the actual body count for growth, growth, growth. But you continue to look toward the 40 to 55 year olds who have both kids and parents. They're the sandwich generation. They're taking care of both sides. And you provide solutions that help them navigate those rough waters. So you attract their kids. The kids go home and say, I love Edition Financial. We should really be there as a family. And perhaps they bring the parents with them. That's great insights. That's really cool. What areas of marketing should credit unions be focused on today to prepare for this change coming in the future? If you don't have a digital marketing expert on your team, hire one. Because digital is, there will always be a place, I believe, for mass media. But, but mass media just feeds awareness and brand recognition and perhaps even brand reputation. Digital is how you reach into the wallet and grab the Bank of America, America card and pitch that out and put yours in in its place. We've got to make it easy to move from one financial institution to another and we've not cracked that nut yet. Switching accounts is still, so many big bank customers are unhappy, but they say it's too hard to switch. We need to crack that code. How do we make it easier? And then I think, like, for example, we've been for the last couple of years using HubSpot for marketing automation. And that is also the future. Automating those touch points with your membership, delivering to them the information that they want when they want it. And yes, even doing a little bit of um, stalking online to say if your member is in Home Depot 
and they are looking at kitchen cabinets, they need a loan and you need to deliver to them an offer right there that's going to beat the offer that Home Depot is going to make to them. So we've all had that experience now of discussing with a friend charcuterie trays and then getting a message from Blue Apron saying, hey, if you're, somebody said cheese, let's send you a charcuterie tray. <laughs> I mean, that really happens to me at lunch. Oh, yeah. We Absolutely. have to be that agile. We have to be that adept as Blue Apron and Home Depot at delivering those messages and getting there first. Very well said. So we've covered a lot of ground in the last 20, 30 minutes from the rebranding process to looking at how marketing's evolved to where we think it's going to go. If there is one takeaway a listener could get from today's episode, what should it be? I'll go back and say, be brave. Face this new world of marketing with courage. Embrace change. Embrace the instability that we are experiencing in the world of financial marketing. Just give yourself the opportunity to truly grow and change watch your competition what are they doing learn from them it's a, a growth mindset uh, which is where instead of seeing someone else succeed and feeling like oh that should have been me grow from that success so look out there at paypal venmo what are they doing what's new at wells fargo how is chase attracting people and learn how that's working and then figure out ways to do it better be brave excellent and with that we will wrap the show music from the show is from filmmusic.io the song is cold sober by kevin mcleod you can find his work at incompetech.com 